talking a little bit about the triangle of liberty um oh sorry i'm here with genesis joab and danny and myself i'm deb um and yeah today we're going to be talking about the triangle of liberty and the triangle of liberty i think is something that would be very beneficial to a lot of uh jesus followers just because sometimes it's very uh, easy to point fingers and say what you're doing is wrong what i'm doing is right or look at me i'm following the bible and you're not um so i really think that the triangle of liberty is something that has helped uh, those who know it and understand it uh, really make decisions that I think please the Lord. So I want to explain to you guys what the triangle of liberty is. And first of all, we find the, the first one in 1 Corinthians 6.12. It says, all things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be dominated by anything. anything. And then follow along with me for a second. 1 Corinthians 10.23 says, all things are lawful, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful, but not all things build up. So we see that everything, everything is lawful for you, but they give you three parameters, which is this triangle that we talk. We have to see, okay, um, maybe things are helpful. Uh, I'm sorry, are things helpful? Are things dominating us? And do they build us up? And once we, um, I guess, like look at all of these parameters, for example, like one of my favorite ones is drugs, right? Some people say like, oh, you know, like, it's like a plants, plant-based. The Lord gave us plants. Uh, yeah, they yeah. do say this. You it's know, for medicine. For medicine. They yeah. use it for medicine. But medicine yeah. is being used. I, I am actually okay with drugs being used for medicine yeah. because it's the natural resource. Drugs. Yeah, it's. I think it's in tension with which you do it, right? Yeah. Um, but we can look at this, right? Okay, so you think you want to do drugs? Perfect. Let's look at this. So all things are lawful to you. Is it helpful to you in any way? No. It um, uh, kills your inhibition, right? Uh, what is it? it um, it stops you from thinking clearly. Yeah? Consciousness. Uh, Consciousness. It's your inhibitions. I just don't know what oh. it lowers your inhibitions, right? Um, and then, okay, so maybe that's not good, but maybe we still make out the other two. Uh, do they dominate you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Drugs get you um, addicted, addicted. Yeah. and so then they dominate your life. There's people who are incredible, intelligent, uh, have their life like ahead of them, and what happens? They fall into drugs, and all of a sudden, they're on the streets because it dominates your life. It becomes everything that you see. And then the last one would be, does it build you up? And absolutely not. Even if you guys look, I don't know if you guys have seen like in social media, sometimes like pictures of uh, drug addicts before and after comes out, like their first mugshot versus like their fifth. Yeah. And the way that they have um, deteriorated, and this is just like physical de uh, deterioration, is incredible. So then we can see, okay, you know what? Drugs are not a good idea for me. And this is how we should be going through our life. Obviously, right? We have to be in constant communication with the spirit so that he can remind us this and say, okay, let's think. All things are lawful, but can I do this? But should I do this? Is it going to edify me? Will it dominate me in the long run? Um, and I think that's really important. Um, and that's one of the things that we have to look at, right? That we are not in any of the two extremes. That we're not so liberal that we're saying like, yeah, everything is great. And that we're not so like the Pharisees, right? That they would say no to absolutely everything. And Jesus was like, chill. You know, like there's, uh, there's wiggle room. Uh, but sometimes we make that wiggle room way too big and then we yeah. become liberal, right? So there has to be a happy medium. 
and in that happy medium is when we read the Bible, when we are close to the Lord, when we understand, and when we have this constant communications, uh, comments, constant communication. Sorry. Um, and I want to read you guys one more verse before one of you can uh, go ahead and say something. But uh, I want to read you guys Matthew 23, 27. And it says, Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You are like whitewashed tombs, which look beautiful on the outside, but on the inside you are full of dead men's bones and everything unclean. And uh, reading this, I was like, oh, that's so incredible, right? First of all, have you ever seen a whitewashed tomb? Like it's saying like it's being washed from the outside, right? Like clean from the outside, but for what purpose? If inside you have bones. And I love that it says full of dead men's bones, meaning what? You're killing people. You're, um, how do you say culpable? Guilty. guilty. You're guilty of the death of other men and you're like carrying their bones because you're guilty of their death. Maybe with the words that they said, that the actions that they took, maybe because they were so um, incredibly... Um, ridiculous with their demands that nobody could follow them that maybe it killed off people who wanted to follow Christ you know uh, and obviously everything unclean so I think this is uh, really incredible right like the people who thought that they were like incredible and like the teachers of the law and the ones that they thought they knew everything look what Jesus says to them like exactly. you have nothing down so I think that's why it's important that we learn the triangle of liberty and now someone take over because they're not yeah sorry I was gonna I was gonna back <laughs> up to you like um we were called to be free we weren't called to just be boxed into this one little place um Galatians 5 13 says for you were called to freedom brothers only do not let your freedom become an opportunity for the flesh but love and serve one another so this freedom is for us not to like what Deb was saying like oh let's do whatever we want or let's just stick into this box but the only thing that with this freedom, it asks for not to become an opportunity to the flesh. And so when I was reading this, I was like, okay, like, why not an opportunity to your flesh? It's because once you let that freedom be fleshful, it becomes it becomes to be sinful now. But the thing is, you don't realize it because now you're like, oh, it's okay. Like, it's fine. Like, Jesus will forgive me. Like, this is a great opportunity for me to, to use this liberty to do what I want rather than, oh, no, I have some boundaries that, which is the triangle of liberty. You know, I was going to, sorry, I don't know if any of you wanted to talk, but I was going to tell you, you know, maybe I messed up by saying that there has to be a middle ground because maybe there is no middle ground with Jesus, you know, you're either all in or not. Yeah. yeah so, you know, maybe I chicka chicka rewind um, and take that back. But I hope you guys understood like where I was going there. But I was thinking right now of uh, the guy who comes to Jesus and he says, hey, like I follow all of your commandments. You know, I've done all things right. Tell me what I should do now. And Jesus tells him, go and sell all your possessions and follow me. And he can't. He couldn't. Right. So it's not just about doing like everything right. It's yeah. It's, does that make sense? Are, are you guys following? Yeah, we're following. We can see in Mark, in the, in, if you guys read Mark three, it it, um, it talks about this man that has a withered hand actually, and it says that uh, Jesus saw him, and he says, "Come to the front, come to the front." And this is, I think this is the middle ground that I think we're looking for, and it's crazy because Jesus comes and tells him, "Come over here," and he presents him to everybody, mm. and then. He says, "What is it? What, what would it be good to do on a Sabbath? Remember, the Sabbath was that you don't go, you don't do work, you don't do anything, you don't do anything. That was the law." And he says, "Would it be good to kill? Would it be good to save a life? Would it be good to heal?" And says that everybody stayed quiet. And Jesus got angry, and told, and he says that he said that he looked at them, all of them angry, and he healed them. And then all the Pharisees got angry. So the the thing that you guys were telling me about about the middle one, I think it the middle ground that it is is love. If you have to do something out of love, for example, if, uh, for example, we guys were talking about uh, 
you guys were talking about the what's it called the, the wiggle room right that you guys were saying right like for example uh let's just say i don't like that we just ate right we ate chicken right now right so you say i don't like that you eat chicken so out of you out of love you're not gonna eat chicken with me anymore yeah. you know what i mean so for example um uh, for example at, at your house you like to have santa cena with wine Mm. But Dewara doesn't like it because she used to be, you know, this and raging drunk, <laughs> drunk that you know. It's so for love, it's not, for, you know, it's uh, you don't do it for her. And it's crazy because even, even for example, like on Sunday we can say supposedly like Sunday we give it all to God, right? We usually are here. So for example, on Sunday you don't go anywhere. But if your friend that is in need that needs Jesus asks you, you say no, I can't go anywhere because it's Sunday. So I like what it says here. It says, it says here, and this is, I think this is where we can't go. It says, he looked them at, in the eye, uh, one after another, angry now, and furious at their hard-nosed religion. We don't believe in religion, but mm. we are a relationship, relationship with God. So mm. that's what I think that we can't go all the way over there. Neither all the way over there, right? It's neither cold nor, nor this, because it's hot when it comes between you and Jesus. Yeah. But when it comes to people that are coming in or are in need, you need to understand that and they have to also follow a relationship with that person. And it's you know you know what I mean. I just kind of wanted to kind of kind of wanted to help you out because because Jesus did stuff against the against the law in that moment, you know. But he said, but what what, what would it be good? What why what would it be good? Would I just leave this man here just because it's the Sabbath? No, I'm gonna heal him because it's the good thing to do. Go 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 ahead. I was just gonna say that. I guess that would be, because I, I, I don't want to keep saying middle ground because it's like, not. I said, yeah, like, I yeah. Agree. Like I feel like it's just said uh, wrongly, but uh, but yeah, like this guy I was saying, right? Like. He could he did everything. He was like the Pharisees, right? Like everything up to a point he was giving. And what Jesus asked is all. We want everything. But like what does this have to do with the triangle of liberty? It's like it it's almost like he he was making the right decisions. But even if you make the right decisions your whole life, it doesn't matter that if in the point of of a decision in the moment where you have to say, I leave it all to follow him. It doesn't matter if you don't do that. If you can't do that, it doesn't matter if you use the triangle of liberty your whole life because we're not saved by deeds. Exactly. Right? I, I think what God doesn't want us to do is stay in a bar, in a triangle for yeah, our triangle. life. No, no, but hold on. <laughs> I don't want to just I say, do. Yeah. No, no, no. I was going to say that it's not that we live in a triangle for our whole life. Like the triangle is there. So we're not out for ourselves. But for other people, if you have to step out of your liberties, I don't see even Jesus did it on the Sabbath. Yeah. Now, I'm saying like if they're drinking, it doesn't mean, that, oh, let me grab a Corona as well. <laughs> you know what I mean? But if you have to go into a bar to save one of your brothers, oh, I can't go into my bar because, you know, you know, I, be, I don't believe in drinking. Well, you got to go in there to save somebody. Exactly. You got to you got to you got to do that beautifulness. I don't want to say beautifulness, but that beautiful thing where it kind of goes against your liberty but also it's in god's beautiful i think you know i think the word is love yeah yeah the thing for love and uh, i actually was going to say that in that's uh, what john wants to say so the way i want <laughs> to think about it is that i feel like in order for you to let the spirit guide you in the things that you do you can't be like a pharisee right you can't follow all these rules so i'm sure that when jesus healed that person on the sabbath he had the spirit in him and that's what pushed him to do what he did so you can't say you have this spirit but not let the spirit guide you and use you whenever he wants to use you i i, I agree i think i think just to just to kind of like 
close this one so we can I know you want to move on <laughs> I don't want to move on no, you want, okay, so I was going to say that I think that's very important right I think you need to number one be spirit led I think we said this like a thousand times yeah. in this podcast and number two make sure you ask for advice yes because indeed. sometimes it's no we're not spirit led but we're our heart led Oh, you know, I need to go. I need to go to a club, like at 12 a.m. to see, <laughs> and yeah, to see if I can find something there. And that's not true. That's not. That's not what we gotta do. But if you guys notice, if you need, to, for example, if if I was stuck somewhere in a club where I just decided to not come to church, would you not come and get me and try to come and talk to me just because I'm in a club? No, you would be like, yeah, dude, I would ignore everything that's around because I'm coming for you. I want to save you. Mm. Now, the tri- the triangle of liberty that, that you guys were talking about is beautiful, but I was gonna tell you guys that. I don't want you guys to just be stuck there. There's also little ways where you can come and bring people in and save them for love. I'm sorry, well, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say that um, with the, the the whole love thing that you guys were saying and the whole spirit-led uh, thing that you guys were saying, I think it's important to know that, uh, for example, like none of us can do good just by our own will. Like It's hard to do good because what our flesh wants is to do what's wrong. Mm. So when we're doing what's good is because we are spirit-led. Uh, so maybe it's not about like, oh, I'm going to follow one, two, three so that I can be spirit-led. It's I'm spirit-led so I follow one, two, three. Does that make sense? Mm, yeah. Like I love God so much that I can't continue doing this because I know it displeases him. Like for example, uh, Job, let's say you fall in love, right? And the girl you like hates uh, for some reason to clean herself uh, after eating with Uh, napkins right and so or maybe she's afraid of napkins you would do everything in your power to not have napkins in her presence right because you love her because you're like oh my god this girl's crazy i don't care but still uh you know <laughs> no napkins right and if we do that for a worldly person god asks things that are good for our own benefit which is so wild that we can't even we can't even see this right like he says don't sin but it's not like we're doing him a favor right it's not like we're making him greater in any way by not sinning it's not himself. yeah he's just yeah. he's already yeah, great he's and awesome by himself right but he says okay this is for you like i want you to do this because it pleases me that you're good but it's really for your own benefit and that's literally the relationship that it is right like we start doing things right or kind of right because we still are kind of you know uh a little funky there but um (laughs) we start doing these things right because we have this love that changes this love that was like wow i can't believe someone would love me after knowing everything after seeing even the nastiest part of me and he says oh i love you and i redeem you and i clothe you and you were dirty and now you're clean and you're just like whoa whoa like what can i do to pay him back and so when you see that napkin you're like nope not today right well let's say that's sin you're like nope not today because i want to please god so i think that's really important right no, i think love is important and I, i was just um i went to the amp version to read the same verse that you guys were on and as let's notice says all things are lawful and then in quotation mark and thing it says that is more that is morally legitimate and permissible but not all things are beneficial or advantageous all things are lawful but not all things are constructive listen so all things are able but not everything builds up it says not all things are constructive to character and edifying to a spiritual life so just like you guys were just talking about right like it's not about just doing whatever you want but it's actually whatever you decide you must actually let it build upon your life yeah. just like i was ta- talking to you guys about uh about what's it called um about um oh my god about wisdom that oh. wisdom only lets you edify on top of the beautiful mm. things that god has given that's a wisdom we should all try to get wisdom yep. now in this the holiness that god is asking for us is so we can edify above on top of what he already has given us so it's important uh and i think uh how's uh Jose wants to say something oh. yeah, thank you Tessie. all right so <laughs> so it's very important that the rules we follow too right it's, it's all through love 
that it has a purpose. They're not just empty rules like the Pharisees. The Pharisees would do crazy things like, for example, tie scrolls on their head. When, when God, when he gave them the instructions, will not so much tie scrolls on their head, but to always have the Bible and the word at your forefront ready to be used. And a lot of times we just do out of like emptiness. When really the rules that we have are to lead you to edification, as we were talking about, lead you to love. You can't go like, for example, like, like you say, back to your example with the whole club thing, like we say don't go to clubs so you don't get drunk. Not because mm. going to a club makes you sin or make, or automatically right. you go to a club you sin. Right. It's the things that are in there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, also with, with the I'm sorry, what are you guys talking about right now? Just just the, the, about the Pharisees. You know, the Pharisees they were they knew the word of God. Like that's 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 what you were saying, right? They had their word. When God says have the word of God in your forefront, doesn't mean to actually get a tattoo of a scripture in your forehead. And and what happens is that they started putting stuff on their forehead. I know it's not a tattoo, but they started putting stuff in their forehead. To like saying, I know the word of the scriptures. And that, and that's all I was telling you guys earlier that it doesn't even matter if you know the word back and forth. Are you compassionate? Are you loving? Are you kind? Are you submissive? You know what I mean? It's because, Danny, you can't have one without the other. Right, right. It's just not possible. Like with love alone, guys, if you have love and you have it like godly love, agape, then you follow the Ten Commandments. You just do. If you love your neighbor, you're not going to murder him. If you love yes. your neighbor, you're not going to lie to him. You're not going to steal from him. You're not going to covet his his woman. You're just not. That's just not a thing. Like, yep. love, if we have love, if we had love, then life would be awesome. Genesis, yep. go, but then I want to go back again. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. She's like fighting me. She's been trying to go for a while. She's like fidgeting They're just ignoring me. I was going to go back of like the whole Pharisees because there's a story that I loved in Matthew. Um, so the Pharisees were coming, right? And they saw Jesus. And they're like, like Jesus, like, why why aren't you like following the commandments? Like, do it like your disciples are not even washing their hands to eat. And then Jesus replied to them, like, why do you break God's law and follow your own tra traditions? So like going back to Josue was saying, like, sometimes like in this triangle, like we start like making our own transitions. So it's like become something no, repetitive. Traditions. Sorry. Traditions. traditions. Sorry. Transitions. Sorry. Trans you do it on TikTok. <laughs> 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 Sorry. We start following this uh, traditions. Sorry. I get nervous when I speak. Uh, I'm taking speech class, so I hope this helps. <laughs> so, get your money back in the snack. Sorry. So, um, so, so they follow these traditions, right? <laughs> <laughs> and and um, sometimes we get blinded by this, and sometimes we think that this this triangle of liberty is following these um, becoming these Pharisees. When in reality, like no, like follow God's commandments, which is one of them is the biggest of them all is love, loving right. your brothers. Yeah, I was gonna tell you uh, before you speak. Was, that's so beautiful that she says that because if you guys notice, it's not just about knowing the Bible, but it's actually remember when, when my dad used to tell us. He says. Don't memorize the whole Bible. Memorize the verse and live it. Like you, you we always say that, right? It's like I don't, I don't like people that know, you know, the seven seals of Jesus and you know the seven gray hairs of the Antichrist when they don't even live the simple fact that they have to love their kids or love their yeah. wife or provide for their family. And it's it's great and it's crazy because in Matthew twenty three three it says uh, it's talking about the scribes and it's telling the Jewish people. Let's read from uh, verse two. It says the scribes and Pharisees have seated themselves in Moses' chair, the authority as teachers of law. So practice. And observe everything they tell you, but do not do as they do, for they preach things but do not practice them. So the triangle of liberty does not. Somebody told me this, 
And honestly, guys, off of my mind, it literally like shook me. It wasn't right now. It was a long time ago. I used to tell uh, my friend, he's like, hey, do this, do this, do this. You know, he told me one time. He's like, dude, why don't you practice what you preach? Dude, and last time I ever told him to do anything, I don't care. We were both the same age. I don't care. And he told me that. And then, dude, it literally rings in my mind every single day. Do I practice what I preach? Do I practice what I preach? And look what it says. Listen to them. Pay attention to what they say, but don't do as they do. Because what happens, the minute they came down and started preaching, they did. They they stole money. They thought they were better than everybody else. Yeah, and then what do they do? They dress in, like, great gowns, and they go, yeah. what shall we do today, young sir? And and you're just like, wait, hold on. These guys these guys should be serving the people. Not the people should be serving them. But I'm just, just yeah. That was I, I was going to read you guys uh, Romans 12.9. Uh, and it's called, like the title I think is incredible, Marks of the True Christian. And uh, bear with me. Your love must be real. Hate what is evil, do only what is good. Love each other in a way that makes you feel close like brothers and sisters. And give each other more honor than you give yourself. As you serve the Lord, work hard and don't be lazy. Be excited about serving Him. Be happy because of the hope you have. Be patient when you have troubles. Pray all the time. Share with God's people who need help. Look for people who need help and welcome them into your homes. Wish only good for those who treat you badly. Ask God to bless them, not curse them. When others are happy, you should be happy with them. And when others are sad, you should be sad too. Live together in peace with each other. Don't be proud, but be willing to be friends with people who are not important to others. Don't think of yourselves as smarter than everyone else. If someone does you wrong, don't try to pay them back by hurting them. Try to do what everyone thinks is right. Do the best you can to live in peace with everyone. My friends, don't try to punish anyone who does wrong to you. Wait for God to punish them with his anger. It is written, I am the one who punishes, I will pay people back, says the Lord. But you should do this. If you have enemies who are hungry, give them something to eat. If you have enemies who are thirsty, give them something to drink. In doing this, you will make them feel ashamed. Don't let evil defeat you, but defeat evil by doing good. And I think that this is incredible because it's talking about the marks of a true Christian, right? And nowhere there did it say, make sure that you follow all of these rules. Exactly. Make sure that you do one, two, three, four, five, and then you'll get into heaven. It doesn't say or go back. Or make sure you judge your brother. Right. Right? That's that, that's, that's crazy, right? Right. That's it, it, doesn't it doesn't say that. Most of this is is um, based on literally just loving each other in the right way, right? Which we're bad at. Uh, loving each other by making other people above you. By giving them more importance than yourself. Hey, Joab, I'm going to serve you because the one who serves is the greater one. And I, I think that's just incredible. This is how we should be. What is the middle line or what is... No, not middle. What is the giving in to Jesus being like Jesus? And that's exactly what Jesus do, did. Being God himself, he gave away his glory or uh, so this boho how do you say this boho um he let go of his glory and he became one of us he didn't have to and he died a shameful death so that we wouldn't have to so let's act like jesus you know and this is why jesus well this is why god in general changed the ten commandments right it's yeah. it's no longer the ten commandments it's just love your brother and serve your god with all your it's it's important to understand that you know what i mean because because uh, you guys were, you guys were, what Dota was saying was super true. We have to understand that the true marks of a Christian is not how holy you think you are. If you guys, I wish you guys could be with me at all times because there's sometimes that I hear people saying, oh, it's because she's not holy enough for me. Oh, and gosh. I'm just, and, and then they end up destroying <laughs> the other person. Yeah, exactly. Bro, if somebody doesn't call, if like, imagine somebody Gross. says that to you, you're just like, oh my God. <laughs> and, and a people, 
that's not what God calls us to do. The the triangle of liberty is used as a, how can I say this? As a tool. As a tool. Yeah. As a tool, as a guide, not so we can impose it on people, but we should, we can impose and edify ourselves. Exactly. And as people, you know, I always like I like this when people when you when people start seeing you uh, use some tools that work, they start asking you, hey, how do you do that? And what do you do? Hey. Look, I'm using this triangle of liberty. If you like to use it, you can use it. How does it work? Well, look, dude, you have to do this, this, this. And as they go, people kind of, Jesus kind of go into their life and start. Like, for example, I dislike the people that come, when come to church and they go, oh, my God, the, hair, the, the guy's hair is way too long. Wait, he just got to church. You got to relax. Or or the girl that comes in with the extra tight jeans. Wait, they, they just got to church. Let them change. But if you guys notice uh, our traditions, uh, and you, if you guys start dissecting, That's what Genesis was yeah, saying, right? it's literally it's everything that we're all saying. Because now, like you know, for example, uh, you remember, remember me and you, Dora. Honestly, you, I remember that um, we used to wear tight, tight skirts to 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 sing, and I used to wear ripped jeans to church, and I used to wear flip flops. And honestly, who would say anything to me? Like nobody would say anything to me. But now that I look back, I'm like, <gasps> but my dad never forced me. My dad never forced my sister. And now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, you know, that's the best way to do I think it. we evolved, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. To understand, like, let's be uh, considerate it's to a, other people. That's because yeah. although for me, I don't think it's it's like sinful, like to wear a tight skirt. No, I agree. But, you know, but maybe for the brother who's in the chair, like for him, it's like, okay, I can't focus because the lady's in a tight skirt. And I'm so tired. <laughs> beautiful, guys. You guys were <laughs> <laughs> Relax, relax. Oh my God, just kidding, just kidding. Just it's also respect. Guys. Right, like, you're not gonna go to a funeral you, just because you guys always say this. You guys are not gonna go in a funeral with like a dancer uniform and like right. a chiffon. You're gonna or wear, like dressed in white. Yeah, or like dressed in white, like a bride. You're gonna have respect. Yeah. In the situation, so when we come to the house of the Lord, we have to see like, okay, this is something holy. We have Serious. to respect it. And then once you leave to the cafeteria, okay, you guys can wear whatever you want. You guys could undress. Well, no, don't address, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> don't address. Oh, my God. It was a metaphor. But, but, yeah, like, I think that the the, the clothing, I think God does yeah. God does tell you, you know, little by little, like, yeah. hey, maybe don't do that. Uh, and you feel it. Like, you look That's at true. yourself and you're like, mm. and, you know, it's not like you hear God's voice, like, stop that. Take it off you and see? put on your blue shirt instead. No, you don't. <laughs> you know? But you feel like, mm, I don't feel comfortable in this. Yeah. And that's something inside you telling you, mm, not really. And mama. you see other people, you're going to look up to someone and you see, oh, this is how they dress, so this is how yeah. I should also be dressing. You know, just just, just, so, just so we can kind of, like, uh, read that. It says on that verse, it says, reading, all things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. So if it's not helpful, why even do it? And another thing is, if they're, if they're dominating you, sometimes... We forget to see that, for example, our phone usually dominates oh, yeah. us, and just in that we get out of this the the the, the triangle of liberty. We we say, oh no, you know everything that I have, you know I own it. Yeah, it, but the phone owns you at times. Like sometimes I catch myself. First thing I do thing is go up. Instagram. Like I want to see like what the Lakers are doing or what you know. And I'm like, no, that's incorrect, bro. Let's 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 see what's what God has in store for me first. Mm-hmm. Or if you notice, what's the first thing when you pick up your phone? You want to do your text or whatever it is that you're gonna do it. And it's incorrect that we do that. That's what it says. We have to see that number one, everything we do is helpful, and number two, none, we're not dominated by anything. No girls, no phones, no nothing. The only thing that should be dominating us is the Holy Spirit, and mm-hmm. that is the only thing. Just so we can remain in the in the. Just because so I want to, I want to, I want to, I want you, I want people to understand the triangle of liberty. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that should be very important, and you know, so we can remain in that 
I don't know, I don't know how to call it the the holy um, triangle. triangle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what do you, do you have anything else to say? No, I I think well we've covered it. You know, like pretty much. Stop being judgmental about others before you worry about the log in, or no, before you worry about the speck in your brother's eye. Right. Worry about the log in your Same eye. Um, I think that's very important. Let's not start pointing fingers. Um, let's start looking within and really seeing are we following? Like Danny was saying, like, are you living what you're saying? I think that was the problem with the Pharisees that they would say all the right things, but they weren't living what they were saying. So it's not about memorizing the Bible. And again, it's not even about our deeds because we're safe through faith. But it's, you know, it's just about that you love God so much that you're going to do everything in your power to please him. And I think that that's what it can sum up. The triangle of liberty is love because love is helpful. Love does not dominate. Love is always building things up, always edifying. Always helpful. Always yeah. Helpful. So I think that, yeah. And... And I guess love yourself as well, right? Love mm -hmm. other people yeah. and then love yourself. Because if you don't love yourself, you're going to be tearing yeah. yourself down all the time. Okay, guys. Well, we reached the end of our podcast uh, today. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys uh, had a blast with us. Um, we're going to get new classes for uh, Genesis here. <laughs> but other than that, uh, I'll see you guys next Wednesday at 4 p.m. God bless you guys. Take care.